It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma City Thunder, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I'm your host, Carson Cunningham. Stop me if you've seen this movie before. Thunder with another epic collapse against the New Orleans Pelicans on the road. We'll discuss that. I'll have kind of five key takeaways, key thoughts from that game, and obviously... Schedule going to get much tougher from here. They got Kevin Durant and the Warriors coming to town Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving. So we'll talk about all of that coming up in the show today. Again, I'm Carson Cunningham. You can follow me on Twitter at KOCO Carson. Uh, but before we get to all of those thoughts, this show is brought to you by Print. They have some great deals running right now. They have a monthly Oklahoma City basketball shirt for just ten bucks. For ten bucks, you get a free shirt sent to you first week of every month. Hard to beat that deal. Print is a local company here in Oklahoma City, but they can do work for you wherever you are. If you go to print, that's P-R-N-T dot C-O. You can go online. They do uh, shirt orders. You know, if you want to make some shirts, there's no minimum on that. You can order as many or as few as you want. You know, most times when you order custom shirts, you got to order like a hundred of the things just to just to complete the order. Not the case with print. So uh, go to P-R-N-T dot C-O. Uh, they can also do uh, more than just t-shirts. They can get you pins, cups, banners. They can make anything you want with your logo from your company, from your your uh, your rec league team, whatever you want uh, for apparel. Print is the place to go. That's P-R-N-T dot C-O. So without further ado, let's get to uh, my five thoughts on the game. Obviously, thought number one, just another epic collapse. You know, when the Thunder got up by 19 points, everyone here locally was going, oh boy, when do they give this lead away? And of course, this is their sixth loss after leading by double digits. That really tells the story of the season so far. The Thunder have played fairly well, really well in the first quarters uh, of games, first halves of games. But for whatever the reason is, and we'll talk about that, they just have not been able to sustain leads, to build leads. You know, I thought there was going to be games this year where Russell was sitting a lot in the fourth quarter. Well, that, that appears that's not going to be the case because they have not been able to hold leads. Their bench has not been able to, and their starters have not played well throughout 40 minutes. Uh, the Thunder were up 25-6 to in the first six minutes of the game. Think about that. 25 points six minutes in. They were on pace for a 50-point quarter. Everything looked 
like it's supposed to look. The, the ball movement was sensational. Steven Adams was a force inside. They don't utilize him enough throughout games, in my opinion. But more than anything, they just they pass the ball and they move. It's just um, it's hard to believe how bad they can look combined with how good they can look in the first quarters of games. And obviously the second half was a totally different story. They shot 30% in the second half. And it's it's the same old thing, just passing the ball around, isolation, take a jump shot, whether it's contested or, or open. It's all jump shots, nothing going to the rim. Uh, Russell Westbrook, not good again down the stretch. Him and Carmelo uh, combined to shoot 3 of 18 in the second half. So just a complete offensive collapse. Once again, it just, it's so maddening how this offense can turn from three all-stars, just putting a whooping on a team to a team that looked like it literally can't get an open shot. It can't make an open shot. And that kind of leads me into thought. Number two is just the lack of aggression late in games has been stark. You know, this team, you thought was going to live at the at the free throw line with a guy like Russell, Paul George, Carmelo, guys who can create on their own and combine together, you would think they would be able to get a lot of fouls. But not the case again. I mean, they shot the big three, shot a total of 16 free throws in this game. That's insane. Paul George shot two of two. Two free throws for Paul George. That's For me, that's been my biggest issue with Paul George so far this season is he's turning into a spot-up jump shooter. And in the games in which he's dominated, in which he's scored more than 35 points, he was attacking. He was dunking on people. We just haven't seen that a lot this year. At times, he he just settles too much. And Carmelo, he's never going to be shooting 15, 20 free throws every single game, but he only shot four. Part of that is he takes a lot of long twos, which can be maddening at times. That's another problem with his offense. They shoot a lot of threes and long twos, which we'll get to. But And then Russell Westbrook. 8 of 10, you know, 80%, that's good, but Russell Westbrook should probably shoot more than 10 free throws with the way he attacks the rim. So it's just the lack of aggression, I think, has been a huge part of their offensive failures in second halves. They've settled a lot for jumpers, uh, and that's really, really backfired on them. And obviously, way too many threes. This team is not a good three-point shooting team. I know Paul George hit six of them. He was one of his better shooting nights, but... The Thunder, as a whole, were 11 of 35 from three, 31%. That, that's a recipe for failure with this team. I mean, they, they need to shoot far fewer threes than, than they're taking. And um, that's another reason their offense, you know, you watch that second half down the stretch, Anthony Davis getting stuff in the paint. Thunder were outscored significantly in the paint. And that's, that's a big reason why they were outscored down the stretch. I think the lack of aggression, that's something the Thunder can really look at fixing is when it gets in the second half, attack the rim, good things will happen. You know, at times the pick and roll with Russell Westbrook and Steven Adams has been sensational down in the paint. They need to stop settling so much for jumpers. I think that'll go a long way, but it was pretty atrocious down the stretch. Thought number three, Boogie Cousins gets ejected. Yes, he threw an elbow at Russell Westbrook. And you knew as soon as it happened that it was going to be a flagrant two. Now, did Russell sell it? A little bit. He sold it. Yeah, he, he, he definitely made the most of it. But did Boogie bring his elbow down and hit him in the temple? Absolutely. Now, you can argue, did Russell get him thrown out with his reaction? Maybe. But as soon as I saw the replay, I was like, that's flagrant two. He's gone. And that's exactly what they called. Um, 
Tony Allen accused Russell of, of flopping after the game and said, ball don't lie because Russell missed the free throw. <laughs> Maybe he missed the free throw because he had an elbow to the temple. I don't know. We'll, we'll never know. But uh, Boogie at the time was killing the Thunder. He had 18 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals in just 26 minutes. So you thought at the time, man, Pelicans without Boogie, this is a great opportunity for the Thunder to win this game. But what happened, they're outscored by nine almost immediately. The Pelicans outscored the Thunder by nine. And they outscored the Thunder the rest of the way by 11, 42-31 without Boogie. And that just, that's, that's, that only makes this loss worse. Not only did you lose to the Pelicans, not only did you blow a big lead, but you lost to them when they lost one of their stars. If not their, you know, their, their big two, they lost half of it with, with Boogie going out of the game. So just a, another, that adds another layer of disappointment that the you know, because the, the Pelicans aren't a very deep team anyway. They don't have just a bunch of guys who can score. They, they really rely on their big two. I mean, Etwan Moore, Drew Holiday, Rajon Rondo. I mean, they, they're playing like three point guards at a time. Jameer Nelson comes off the bench and hits hits him. Jameer Nelson was a plus 30 off the bench, which kind of illustrates how poorly the bench played the other uh, last night. So, uh, not good. Uh, thought number four. The Thunder's record right now. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Through 16 games is seven and nine. You think, oh, it's it's not great. It's you know it's below 500, but it's not just horrific. It's not the Clippers, right? Well, this time last year through 16 games they were eight and eight. Think about that. They had a better record last year with when Russell Westbrook was playing alongside Samaj Kristen and Kyle Singler. That is absolutely inexcusable. It is absolutely baffling to me that this team could have a worse record at this point. And look, you can talk all you want about gelling and meshing and all that's well and good. But at a certain point, you got to start winning games. And they, they have not played a tough schedule, which is my next point. But it's it's hard to believe that you could sub out the team they had last year and plug in guys like Paul George and Carmelo Anthony, and they could somehow be worse record wise that that that's a concern now i was i was one of the people that thought they would gel pretty quickly now i did say they would be about 500 after the first month you know that's that's what the miami heat basically were uh but this team is nowhere near as you know when you talk about the miami heat the big three of the boston celtics and the big three of golden state when they all got together they all had early struggles but you know the thunder obviously not as talented as those big threes but I think you saw that talent usually overcomes, you know, schematic issues and and chemistry issues. And so far, we have not seen that at all. It has not been there's not been any growing pains that have led to success thus far. And that's that's a huge concern. Look, I'm concerned. <laughs> I was pretty high on the Thunder. I thought they would be the second best team in the West, and right now they just look like they're trying to make the playoffs. Now, again. Still still early, which I feel like we've said too much already this year, but that kind of leads me to my, my fifth thought is 
Not only has it been a slow start, not only have they looked terrible thus far, they've played a horrific schedule. Their opponents, when you combine all their records together, are 14 games below 500. The Thunder have beaten one team, one, with a winning record, the Indiana Pacers. They have played an easy schedule and have looked this bad. And, you know, the schedule's about to get a lot tougher. So, this is a huge concern. And I'm already getting emails, tweets, texts about, Fire Billy Donovan! He's not doing good! And I, I, I agree. I mean, he's done a bad job thus far. You know, this, this falls at his feet, whether it's fair or not. And I like Billy Donovan. I think he's a pretty good coach. I, I still go back to the playoff series when they had Kevin Durant, and he, he made unbelievable adjustments throughout those playoff series. You don't, you don't beat the Warriors by 30 in back-to-back games without making key adjustments. He turned Andre Robertson into like a leading scorer in the playoffs. Back-to-back years. Even last year, he was one of the leading scorers. Think about that. Uh, I remember being in, at Golden State. You know, We were getting ready to do a live shot down on the floor, and Larry Beal was standing next to me. You remember Larry Beal? He used to do Sports Center. Now he works in the Bay Area. He was doing a hit for Sports Center. He's like, Larry, what's going wrong with this Warriors team? This was after the two blowouts in Oklahoma City. He's like, he's like, guys, the Warriors aren't trying to figure out how to stop Russell Westbrook or Kevin Durant. They're trying to stop Andre Robertson. <laughs> that's how he said it, and that's it was true. That's how much trouble you know Andre was giving them through the adjustments Billy made, where he had Andre running the baseline a bunch. It was it was great stuff. But he's done a bad job thus far. And again, you can talk about it being early and having new players. Just look at the job Brad Stevens doing in, in Boston. They lose one of their best players, first game of the year, Gordon Hayward. And they are rolling. Absolutely rolling with young players too. Now, Brad Stevens seems to be one of the best coaches to ever come through the NBA. He's been that good since he's arrived. So, is that an unfair comparison? Maybe, but, you know... The results speak for themselves. The coach can't have an impact on this game. You can't just say, oh, it's the NBA. These guys are just going to do what they want. It's not on Billy Donovan. It's in high school. It's in college. Well, this is basketball. And if you're playing a horrible style of basketball where the offense does literally nothing, what are they even talking about in timeouts? So I'm not advocating they fire Billy Donovan. I'm just saying you can't fire Carmelo. You can't fire... Russell Westbrook, and you certainly aren't going to fire Paul George. So at, at a certain point, someone's going to have to take some blame here for them playing so poorly. Now, I, th- I think Russell Westbrook can play a lot better. I think overall that's their biggest issue. And if Russell could just play like he did last year and stop trying to acquiesce so much, I think that would go a long way. I think he just needs to go play like he did last year, just dominate the ball. Let let those guys fall where they may, but I, you go you go be the best player in the league and play like it, like he did last year. He he did get another triple double against the Pelicans. He got that rebound late, but I I do think a lot of the the struggles with the big three has Russell not playing like Russell. At times he's played poorly. That's that's certainly fair, but I think he needs to to be more dominant and and not worry so much about Carmelo and Paul George and just I think those guys would are willing and able to fill in around him versus the other way around. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. 
Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So next up for the Thunder, the Golden State Warriors come to town. Kevin Durant has been nursing an ankle injury but says he will be able to go. Or they, they, Steve Kerr said he should be fine, I guess was his exact terminology. But, uh, you know, this is a, a game we've had circled since the Thunder um, acquired their big three, right? Obviously, you're going to circle it any time the Warriors come to town anyway because it's the return of Kevin Durant. But last year, they literally didn't put up a fight. Got blown out in every single game. It was kind of sad to see Russell <laughs> having no help at all. Just zero help whatsoever against the Warriors. Now he has help, but as we've seen, the, the Thunder haven't been able to compete with teams like the Pelicans and the Kings. So you got to think the Warriors can name their score. you got to think if the Warriors show up, they could win this game by 30 if they wanted to. So... Maybe the Thunder will, will, will raise their level of, of play to the competition. Maybe that's maybe they're just playing up and down to their competition because they did they did play pretty well against the San Antonio Spurs. But um, it's going to be fascinating to see what kind of what, what kind of effort they bring and, and can they even put up a fight against Golden State. And I do think it's important. Look, it's November. It's early in the season. But I do think it's important they gain some confidence playing Golden State in the regular season. Just... Don't get your doors blown off. I think that that would not be a good thing mentally if you have to face the Warriors again in the in the playoffs. Now again, the Warriors are so much better than Oklahoma City right now. It it doesn't matter, but I do think it's important for their psyche to at least give them a game, even even win one during this regular season. I don't think that's out of the question. Warriors are playing in, insanely good right now. They lost some games early. Uh, obviously, the return of Kevin Durant. People are going to talk a lot about. I'm kind of over it. I'm sure. I think most people here in Oklahoma City are over it. I think they got most of their frustrations out <laughs> when he returned last year, and there was a million signs and a little girl in a cupcake outfit. Uh, I think I think it would go a long way if Oklahoma City just treated this like most games, like boo him in the starting lineups, boo him if he touches the ball. I guess if you want to, but I don't think it'll be nearly the uh, WWE like atmosphere it was last year. I just I think most people are kind of ready to move on at this point obviously Kevin's not he keeps keeps talking about the thunder and how he, how offended he was that they gave out his number and look I didn't I didn't like them giving out his number to to uh the, the two-way d-league guy PJ Dozier I thought it was kind of silly but for Kevin to be like even care was even more silly like did you think they just weren't going to use your number ever again just because you wore it I guess I guess he did think that, even though they, they're they letting Paul George wear 13, which was James Harden's number. So, anyway, it'll be fascinating to watch. Uh, Thunder could use a win. This I think it would go a long way if they beat a team of the Warriors' stature. But, boy, they got some serious issues to fix before they're going to even do anything like that. So, uh, before we go, I'd like to thank Print for uh, sponsoring the show. That's prnt.co. You can uh, order any shirt you want on there. You can make custom orders. And again, the the monthly T-shirt deal is about as cool as it gets. For ten bucks, this is exclusively if you subscribe to this, they'll send you a shirt 
the first week of every month. And again, they have the coolest <clears throat> Thunder apparel. They have the uh, the Brody and the Cats shirt. You could wear that for Kevin's return. There's a lot of uh, Cats reference shirts. <laughs> There's uh, the Sam Presti's the real MVP. There's a lot of really cool custom Oklahoma City shirts you can, you can order on on print.co. And again, you can you can order your own apparel, your own company, your own. Uh, you can even sell online anything you want. You can make your own t-shirts and sell them through them. So, again, go to prnt.co. They do a fantastic job. And again, I'm going to put a link in uh, in this podcast on the uh, the megaphone description. You can copy and paste this link, and you'll automatically get free shipping if you follow that link. You'll get a discount of and free shipping. So, click on that link. Go to print.co. And the, uh, the promo code is locked on, all caps. But if you follow that link, it should do it for you. So, again, I'm Carson Cunningham. This has been the Locked On Thunder Podcast. We'll talk to you after the Thunder Warriors game, bloodbath, upset. We shall see. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.